Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. I'm with the managing partner of the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalaba and Plethka. Her name is Ludmilla Yamalaba, and it's nice to see you. Well, good to be here with you, Tim. Logical today could be logical light. I'm not sure how much detail we're going to get into here. This time it's property inspections rights. Now, if you buy a property in the Emirates, Ludmilla, you have... Of course, the legal right to inspect what you buy before you buy it, don't you? Yes, um, and um, uh, the reason we wanted to talk about this topic today is because we recently, uh, I guess, was one, once secured a judgment uh, reconfirming this very principle, so we thought it would be beneficial to share it. Uh, and at the same time, we reconfirmed that uh, the principle which we had alleged and argued uh, previously on behalf of our clients and many other occasions, uh, in fact, is uh, is still being enforced and applied uh, by the courts. And it is an important principle because, especially now that the real estate market in Dubai is um, is heating up or is, is, is hot already. Boiling. Uh, it's boiling, yes. Yeah. That's probably a more accurate way to <laughs> phrase it. Uh, we're seeing a lot of, um, I don't want to call it necessarily so far disputes yet, but we're feeling a lot of uh, sort of pressure, if you will, uh, from developers. Okay, listen, pay, 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 pay. You have to pay for your next installment. And for the most part, what this this um, topic relates to is those investors, real estate investors, who have bought properties maybe off plan. Uh, so they're still being built. Mm-hmm. And so what happens usually in these kinds of cases is that uh, investor will pay a down payment and they will pay installments along the way. At some point, there will be the last installment that is due. And as part of the last installment, um, uh, the developer will uh, open the, the property for, let's say, for handover. It's okay, well, you can come and insp- uh, you can basically the property is handed over today, so you have to pay your last installment. And, and there are different um, ways that developers deal with this last installment. Obviously, they're really wanting to receive that last bit of money, uh, but they will say, well, you have to um, first pay us. We've seen a lot of developers, by the way, who have these kinds of terms in their contracts. First, you have to pay the last installment before we allow you to go and inspect the property. Uh, or, for example, okay, fine, we will let you see the property, but only once. And if you want to see it again, we will not allow you to. Uh, or, for example, okay, yes, we will let you go see it, uh, and um, but it doesn't matter what you decide, you know, what sort of uh, issues or defects you may find with the property, you still have to pay your last installment. So there's a lot of pressure uh, by developers for investors to, to pay to make that last installment, and yet uh, the um, this is before the investor might have had the ability or the access to the property and and uh, or uh, or reinspect the property after certain defects have been identified and uh, developers are supposed to repair them. So what often happens because what we're talking about is an off-plan property, right? So when the property is being handed over, your unit is one of many. You go and you look at it and you realize, oh, well, there's paint, it's been properly painted in parts, there's a corner that's missed here, there is a broken tile, there is something crooked. And so you do this sort of what's called snagging, Mm. right? And you go Mm. and you look at the property, and there are different ways of looking at it, uh, inspecting the property. One is you just go with, you go and inspect it yourself with your sort of <laughs> naked eye, so to speak, uh, or you can bring in uh, an inspector. 
Uh, and then you would inspect the property to see what kind of defects there are. And then let's say you identified a whole list of defects. So what happens then? So there's basically two sides to, I guess, two stages to it. One is, are, uh, are real estate uh, investors allowed to go into the property uh, and inspect it? If they are, are they allowed to just go with, uh, can they only just go by themselves? Or should they be allowed to bring their inspectors, their own kind of independent contractors to, to examine or inspect the property? And then once they have identified a list of defects, what happens then? When is their obligation, the, inv the investor's obligation to basically make that next payment or the final payment? So these are sort of the kind of the, the stages, if you will. So first of all, what we've seen in practice that a lot of the times developers just say, well, first we need to make the payment and then we will let you um, see the property. And then you can identify, they say, then you can identify your list of snagging issues and then we will fix them. But at that point in the way, it's a little too late, right? Because if you've paid 100% to the to the developer and then you come out with a list of 100 different issues, then the developer says, yes, he says, we'll fix. But if they don't fix, what's your leverage? You have none. Mm. Uh, so a lot of that happens. It, it's a lot of the cases are basically uh, revolve around that particular issue where the developer says, yes, 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 we will fix it. But first you pay, then we'll let you in. And then you give us a list and, and we will fix the issues. But first you have to pay. So there's that. Scenario is one. The other scenario is that they so find you can come, but only you can come. You cannot bring an inspector. You cannot bring any third parties. Uh, so there's that scenario. And there's another scenario. Okay, you can come. You can see it. You can do your snagging. Uh, and you can even bring your inspector. Uh, but... Um, once we've identified sort of the list of, of, of snagging issues or defects, uh, we will not let you reinspect it until you make the next payment. And often in, in, in the, these kinds of, um, I guess, responses, <laughs> your uh, arguments, developers rely on their own contracts and say, well, in the contract, it says we can only give you one inspection. Or in the contract, it says you cannot bring your own inspector. Or in the contract, it says you have to first pay and then you inspect. Uh, so when the developers uh, you know, take that stance, often it's because there's something in the contract which is drafted by them that they rely on, that they believe kind of gives them the tools to, um, to, uh, to take that stance. Uh, so that's basically the issue we're discussing. And as a result, we've seen a lot of issues with a lot of real estate investors who have been paying X amount you know, dutifully on their payment plan. And then the last installment comes in and they uh, go and they identify the property. And there's a whole series of issues that needs to be fixed. And the developer says, okay, yes, we'll fix it. And then, and then they don't. Or they fix out of 100 issues, they fix 10. Mm. Uh, so what do you do at that point? You've already taken handover. You've already paid. You already have the keys. You already have the title deed. So your, your ability to... Um, uh, to to influence the developer is very limited at that point. You know, it's almost like it needs to end up in the court case in order for you to put pressure on them. Though we have seen recently developers who surprisingly have responded more positively once actually once we went on record, i.e., once we went uh, as a law firm <laughs> on record for on behalf of the client. But at least we did not have to go to court. Uh, so, um, but you know, so but there's a lot of often these are the kind of issues that um, uh, that investors face, and they feel frustrated. Like we are paying money, but it's like it seems like a, like a one street uh, obligation, it's a one way street because we have to just pay. We have to. Uh, we have no rights. So even yeah. if there's a whole series of issues, you decide what these issues are, how important they are, which ones get fixed, how soon they get fixed. So you know, what rights do we have? I don't mean to butt in, but I'm, I can see why a developer would 
have stipulations contractually to say, you know, there are a certain number of visits that you can make to a property. I mean, simply put, they're trying to get the property built and it's time consuming to take people around. Do you know what people are like when you got your property? You want to go and see it, spend time there, decide what you're going to put where. I can see why you need to limit that because, you know, they're always difficult clients, just as there are difficult developers. But by the same token, if you if you're building a unit and you're going to hand that unit over, you have an obligation to the person that's buying or has bought it. Well, yes, but also remember, in most cases, when, when investors go and inspect the property, they don't look at it from, okay, well, I'm going to hang this painting here and so this paint color doesn't quite suit that painting. I want a different... These are not the demands that they make. Not in all cases, no, obviously. But there will be some that would be... But I, th I think but I think there's also a sort of a, a, perhaps some kind of a reasonableness standard or a more kind of expected things that actually would... Uh, are, uh, def are defined as defects. Okay, so sure. if, yeah, if yeah. it's a chipped tile, it's a defect. Yes. Right, so there's a lot of objective um, ways of, of uh, identifying defects, property defects. So if it's a crooked uh, floor, it's a defect. Mm -hmm. uh, if, um, if the drain does not work, it's a defect. Right, so so we're not talking about perhaps in some places in in certain countries it's less so in the UAE, where for example um, uh, they they deliver they deliver properties that's called shell and core, where there is no bathroom, there's no kitchen. So there the the investors may say, well, I want something here because they're kind of planning how they're going to uh, to complete the unit. But in the UAE, that's not necessarily the case with regards to in particular residential properties. They mm -hmm. are finished. So it's not cosmetic. These are not. These are less cosmetic. They are more. Uh, they're more perhaps all, almost like substantive issues. Okay. Uh, so so there's that, and then there are a number of issues. For example, that you cannot see as as an investor, as as a you know, as a property owner, uh, or to be a future property owner, you cannot see these issues because let's say the AC, the air conditioning, does it work? Does it not work? Mm -hmm. uh, the ventilation system, the drainage, the sewer, um, the sink, the fridge, the, the electrical appliances, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of other issues that um, uh, you'd actually want somebody, a professional to look at. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and those guys, usually when they come, they're the, a professional inspection team. When they come, they don't, yeah, they don't, I mean, they, they, they look at actual defects because they have the experience in identifying, okay, listen, if there's a hole in the wall, that's, you know, that should not be there. But if you're talking about a, a tint of color, uh, or you don't like this kind of tile, that's not really that's not really a defect. Uh, so, but then if there is in the middle of a room, there is one tile that doesn't match the rest of the floor. I mean, that is you know that's a defect. Sure. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so you, you're right. I mean, the developers obviously want some sort of finality and certain certainty, but. Um, uh, but this is an investment. You know, this is this is a big decision that, that the uh, the real estate investors are making. They're buying a property, not just selling a, a carton of milk mm. or, you know, or a loaf of bread. So as a developer, that is, it's your obligation to build this, and it's it's your obligation to deliver it in the way that you represent for it to be delivered in the state that you represent it. So it's your obligation. So it's for you to, uh, uh, so whatever whatever nuances, whatever time, whatever uh, additional costs that it may, uh, it may require for you to hand over the property in the way that you had represented or marketed it, well, it's your obligation. 
And so, and since developers, they're the sophisticated party, right? They're this, they do this for business. Whereas a, as a real estate investor, this could be your only property that you're investing. So you're not, in terms of at least the real estate development, you're not as a sophisticated party as a developer. So the, really True. the burden is on the developer. But, but you're right. At the end of the day, you don't want, you want to prevent abuse, but we're not talking about, in most cases that I've just described, it's not, it, we're not talking about those kind of demands. We're talking about some very basic defects um, that certainly should not be in the property, especially properties that, um, some of these property, luxury properties. For example, we had a client um, who had a very expensive property on the Palm and a you know, very, very luxurious property. And um, and he was so disappointed about the, the quality of the finishings. He was so disappointed because it's an extremely expensive piece of property. And he was just shocked. He was a European client. He was just shocked about how how shoddy of workmanship that it was. Uh, so, you know, and when you pay that kind of money for property, luxurious property, premium property, you shouldn't have these kinds of feelings or sentiments. Mm -hmm. He said it was just very, just very basic things were just so badly, poorly done. And that it was just, it was shocking. Uh, so, I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? Right. Uh, so, um, anyway, so the point, w the, the subject of, of today's conversation is that um, the um, the courts, in fact, and this is Dubai court, uh, the position of the courts, and this, by the way, contractually supported, so there's several legal principles that support the rights of the investor to to inspect the property prior to completing their sales um, transaction or purchase transaction. In other words, investors have a legal right uh, to inspect the property and have all of the defects fixed before they're obligated to pay or complete the, the transaction. So that's the principle we're discussing today. Right. Uh, so that principle is embedded in several ways. One is contractual the UE contract laws, because that is part of the contract. Um, that you know it has to be the good faith. Also, is if you if I'm selling you my property, uh, and I represent for this property to be a certain value, then it's you know I have to make sure that that property is is that you receiving the property that I represented that you will be receiving. And if I'm not giving this to you, then I'm breaching my obligation. So that's basically under the laws of obligation, the laws of sort of contract. Uh, also, the Dubai has its own um, sort of what's called the re circular, that's a real estate um, uh, regulatory authority in Dubai, and that's um, a circular number four of 2021 regarding enabling unit owners to benefit from their real estate units, so a specific uh, circular in Dubai that gives expressed um, right to the owners to inspect their property and to, to basically be able to benefit from the property. Because by the way, a lot of the properties, when they hand it over, like AC does not work. Well, you cannot live in Dubai, especially in the middle of summer, if the AC does not work. So effectively, they are not usable, right? Or if your drainage does not work, uh, or you don't have um, um, electricity, this it, is unusable property. So anyway, so there's a specific circular uh, in Dubai that relates to the um, uh, property owner's right to benefit, to fully benefit from their properties. So that's an additional source of, of law. But lately, there have been a number of court cases, and this particular court case I want to discuss today, where the court clearly and expressly confirmed that uh, property owners have the right to inspect their property before they complete the uh, purchase transaction uh, and whatever snagging issues that they identify, uh, the developer is required to fix them. Right. Uh, as part of this overall uh, obligation as a developer to hand over the property in in the 
basically state uh, that would be um, expected of, of a, that specific property, of that kind of property. Uh, so even if in the contract it says something else, even if in the contract it says I will only let you inspect once and or you have no questions, I will decide when the property is, is ready and I will hand it over to you the way I decide, which, by the way, is quite common term. And we, yes, and we see develop, a lot of developers assert that, uh, that specific position. Uh, so uh, even in those so in, in those cases the the court's position is it doesn't matter what the contract says there's certain other implied obligations implied responsibilities uh, as part of contractual uh, arrangements and and sort of rights and obligation um, uh, that as a developer that you have to provide or you have to hand over the property uh, that sort of that's uh, appropriate uh, for that kind of uh, an asset. Uh, so and so we had a recently a case who represented a client basically that had, was in dispute and bought several units from a developer, uh, and it's exactly what happened. So uh, had that gone to identify the um, wanted to, to do the handover or the view to inspect the property, and the developers fought back, said no, we're not going to allow you, or if we're going to allow you, and so it kind of went back and forth for for months. The negotiations went uh, went back and forth between the developer and the client, trying to decide to, to basically to get access to the property to inspect the property before they paid money mm. uh, and then and then when finally they were allowed and then there was a lot of this kind of um, pushback oh you cannot bring your own inspector uh, we will only allow you to go with our inspector it will be there with you to document you can only have bring one person you cannot bring more than one person with you I mean all these sort of nonsensical limitations and and uh, restrictions uh, and then and then after that okay finally when the client was allowed to go in Finally, we there was one inspector that could go with with the client, and then they identified a whole set of issues um, that needed to be fixed. And ultimately, they were not fixed. So the client said, "Listen, I'm not paying you the final installment until you fix this." Anyway, so that that the developer said, "No, you here's the contract. You're supposed to pay. We gave you one one viewing. We gave you on gave you one inspection. We told you we'll we'll, we'll fix it, and we might have fixed something." But then, and the client actually said, "Okay, I want to go reinspect it." to make sure that you're telling me now that you fixed all the issues, all the snagging issues that we have identified. And the developer said, no, we're not going to let you. So anyway, so the case ended up, and remember this client bought several units from the same developer, so, so we ended up going to court. And sure enough, the court basically confirmed these very principles that we just discussed, that as, an, as a developer, you have an obligation to provide um, a real estate investor access to the property that they're about to buy, and then they have to view it. They can bring their own inspector, there should not be any limitations. Uh, and they once they identify the list of snagging, the developer has to um, fix those defects uh, before the investor is, is, is required to pay the last installment. Uh, so, um, and therefore, and in this case, the client and the developer had not um, agreed and the developer said, well, if, we, if you don't want, uh, we want to terminate the contract because you're not paying, you've defaulted on your payment. So the court said, okay, so then we, I, the court, we're, we're terminating the contract because of, you know, obviously the developer said you don't want, you want to terminate, the developer that is. So we will terminate the contract because you have breached, you the developer have breached your obligation uh, by failing to provide the purchaser with the right to reinspect the property and, and, and identify, make sure that all the defects have been fixed. Uh, and um, and because of that, we terminate the contract and therefore now the, prop, the, the parties need to be reinstated in the original positions, i.e. the developer has to now refund the full amount of purchaser's uh, investment back to the purchaser. 
Um, so there. So this is an important principle. It may seem very basic, very simple, very sort of logical. Yes, of course, as a, as a property investor, you should be able to see your, have access to your property and inspect it and, and have all the defects identified before you close. Perhaps, but in, in the UAE or in Dubai, it's been the case more uh, you know, more common or more often that developers so dictate the terms uh, of payment and how much and what they fix and when. And so yet all of these practices ultimately uh, have are not supported by, by applicable laws. So the laws have more or less been pretty clear and the same. And now the courts are re- re- reaffirming these principles um, and reasserting the laws. So common sense prevails. I mean, it does seem, and I was going to say exactly that, it seems perfectly logical, perfectly normal that you would have a look and say, well, that light switch doesn't work or that tile's broken, fix it. Developer goes, right, fine, do that. Does it? Go back, inspect. Congratulations. Here's your new house. That that seems to me how the transaction should go. But Clearly, I'm living in a fantasy world. If that, it, it doesn't always go that way. It, most, most, in most cases, it doesn't. I told you an example where we had recently a different client where, in fact, after we we wrote a legal notice, I mean, remember, this is not court. We didn't go to court. We just wrote a legal notice and the developers in citing these various provisions said, you are in the wrong. You have to give them the uh, the right to inspect the property and, and fix these defects. And if you don't, you're in breach. The developer said, fine, okay, we'll go and fix it. And we will, please send us your inspection team. We will work with them and we will be there until these issues are fixed. So I almost fell off my chair when, when we re- received the response. Do you, do you like signing those letters? <laughs> I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I remember we, we sent this uh, legal notice and I was just, I, based on my experience here, I just I had zero expectations. And I told the client, listen, we'll do it, but just manage your expectations. I mean, in the past, these, these legal notices, they don't really, the developers just ignore them. Mm. But in this particular case, and it's a pretty big developer, they, not only did they, they respond, to it but it responded like at that night over the weekend and then they said we will be there on Monday uh, or even like the next day with the whole team and we'll be there until the, all the issues are fixed I literally could not believe my own eyes uh, so there, there's an example there's an example yeah. that that things evolve and things develop and so and this is why we're doing these discussions and, and sharing this because if you actually take these issues to court the laws are pretty clear they've always been the same they're very consistent the courts are consistent and they apply the laws and because like you, as you said it's very logical it's just that that more people need to know that the laws are there that they are that their rights are protected and they should not be afraid to assert them and then the more this knowledge kind of gets uh, gets spread then the more of these examples that I just the positive the successful examples that I just mentioned mm, mm. we will see and then the the sort of the market will will develop and evolve further we're to the point where these issues will become so basic and so uh, so matter of fact that they will no longer be issues well this is the thing isn't it and the better the customer service will be so basically if you if you're listening now and you've bought a property of some description and it's not as easy to get to inspect as you hoped it would be, the law is on your side. Absolutely. And these kinds of court cases, they exist. And we have these judgments. And although the UAE is a civil law jurisdiction, it basically means it's not common law, it's not usually governed by uh, precedence, the reality is such that it's very much of a fusion system. And so the courts do actually look and rely on other precedents. So whenever you have this kind of a court precedent or court case, it is actually a precedent. And the courts do look at it and they cite and rely on these uh, previous precedents in, the, in very much the same way as uh, courts in the common law jurisdiction would. 
That's logical. Property inspections. Your right to uh, go into a property and snag it in a professional way. Uh, as ever, thank you for listening uh, or watching or both. And thanks to our legal expert, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethcote, Ludmilla Yamalava. As always, a huge thank you. Thank you, Tim. You can find us at LY Law, social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, all of our podcasts are free at lylawyers.com or on your favorite podcast app or platform. If you'd like a legal question answered in an episode of Logical or you'd want to talk to a qualified UE experienced legal professional, click on contact at lylawyers.com. <laughs>